0: We don't follow, we lead. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel.
1: Welcome to Coffee with Christy, featuring your host, Christy Dryling. Do you need a little drive to achieve your goals? Are you this close to taking your business to the next level? Maybe you are just about where you need to be, but could use some help? Christy and her guests are ready to take you there. It's going to be a fun ride. Now, here's Christy Dryling.
2: Welcome to Coffee with Christy straight from the heartland of the USA. I am so excited to have you here today. We're going to be talking about finding peace in your journey. How many times have you been insecure with where you find yourself in your life's pursuits? I know when I've been in the winter of my life quest, I oftentimes would not have the clarity or this positive energy that I so deeply desired or really hungered for. And I would also think to myself, well, is this all there is? Did I already live my best life and fulfill my soul's mission? Today's conversations are real and they're authentic. This isn't just any interview. Our intention is to help awaken your soul into its greatest version Ever, So I'm excited because every guest we have on this show will be full of flavor and will positively impact your future. With the world spinning, it doesn't stop and neither should we. It's time for us to fill up our cups with greatness today. One of our guests on today's show is Fran Lee. Fran is a world-renowned spiritual intuitive person teacher, and angelic channel. She has been called one of the greatest transformational guides of the 21st century. She has worked with thousands of people, including some of Hollywood's elite. She's a best-selling author of five books, keynote speaker, entrepreneur, mom, and radio show host of Ask Your Angels. In 2014, Fran was voted one of 100 top spiritually influential people. She has been on numerous national radio and talk shows. Her messages have been called 100% accurate. Her life goal is to cross paths with those who are ready to take their lives to the next level with intentional living and for God to use her life. Fran uses her special spiritual connection to help people hear the things they can't or they are missing. She delivers messages of love and hope and peace, comfort and enrichment. Fran comes from a long line of spiritual healers, prophets, and prayer warriors, and I will tell you, I have been able to experience that firsthand. Uh, When Fran walks into a room, you literally— feel as though you're in the divine presence of purity and you feel like you can accomplish and do anything. I've I've had visions of her being you know having her own her own uh, reality show and speaking life and love into people and I know that that's coming to life. and so Fran, we are so honored to have you on our show today and we can't wait to hear all the divine messages you will pour into us. Welcome to the show.
3: Well, thank you. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here. Thank you, Christy. Thanks for having me.
2: Oh, it's so great, Fran. I mean, I remember hearing your story and you shared with me how you were in this executive corporate position making an incredible paycheck and you were being guided to pursue this calling of yours. You had shared like the fears that came with that. And I know there are a lot of callers listening right now. A lot of listeners, you know, they know there's something more. They want more, but they, they just are scared. They don't know if they should take the leap. And so tell us, how did you take your leap
3: Wow. Well, you know, I understand that feeling of fear, and I understand that feeling of being afraid. I do, because I was there, and you're exactly right. I had a great job, a great team in corporate America, making making tons of money and taking care of my family, but you know, you always have that feeling of there is something else that I need to be doing. There's something else, and... Ever since I was small, I would always hear people, you know, my family or people that I was around, ministers, you know, people would always say, you have something really big to do. And you never understand that. And we really all want to, to, to feel like there's something that we're supposed to do. But in our reality, there is something else that we're supposed to do. So for me, I, I, I didn't move past that fear until I surrendered to my calling, to my purpose, and the key of surrendering is trusting the journey. Which, because we are living in this world where we're we're having this, this physical existence, and we are concerned about what people think about us and how people feel about us, we get afraid of that judgment to really live authentically. And I know that we hear authentically a lot, but really. You have to just surrender to who you are and walk through the fear. You have to let let the fear know that I understand you're going to be here. It's a part of this physical existence that I'm having, but I choose to walk in space. And if you're struggling to, to do that, you just have to keep going and know that all is well. And that's that's kind of what happened. I just really eventually surrendered after being nudged and, and, and not being happy, you know, not, not feeling fulfilled at all in my job. And I just knew that I needed to be somewhere else. You know, you have that feeling of, I need to be somewhere else. And that's what happened. And when I surrendered, doors began to open.
2: Mm. surrender is such a powerful thing i know that that was something i had to really work on as well and learn to let go and stop trying to be the the captain of the ship right letting go and letting god sure. it's such a powerful concept right uh yes it and, is and the penthouse from the outhouse is a quick one so you know you you learn really quickly to let go right
3: <laughs> right
2: that's true absolutely yeah. That's great. Well, you know, I remember even for myself, I used to imagine what my life would be once I got into that rock. You know, if I'm sitting there and I'm rocking away, uh, whatever age that might be. And I remember thinking, I don't want to have any rock and chair regrets. And and, and those rock and chair regrets are not, you know, living a life that was less than my greatest potential. And, and getting to that point in your life when it's too late, it's too late to go back and do what you could have done or been what you wanted to be. So, you know, Fran, there are so many people around the world that I know you coach all the time that are pursuing their, their their paycheck versus their passion. Can you give them some advice on how to just break through that fear and just take that journey into the, the greatest life that they've ever dreamed of having?
3: Well, first thing is that I want to I want to touch on the rocking chair regrets. That that is so powerful, Christy. That that you said the rocking chair regrets. I have experienced that um, in my own life with with my mother. My mother passed away a few years ago, and the last four years of her life, she said, "I wish I would have. I wish I could have. I should have." And what happened was after I got through what I call the, the, the darkness of her not being here and in and, and, and physical form anymore, I realized that right now is really all we have. This very moment, this second that we're living right now is all we've got. We don't have any tomorrows. We don't have, we can't go back in the past and change anything there You have to live right now. And if you are feeling like you need to move into your purpose, like you know that there's something that you need to do, because many of us know, intuitively we know, we are always guided. We have an internal GPS system that is the Holy Spirit that is constantly guiding us. We're always connected to divine wisdom. So we hear... But sometimes we ignore it, again, because we are afraid. We're scared to let go of that sure thing, that every two weeks or once a month sure thing to step into something that is unknown. You know, a lot of people that are wanting to move from their paycheck to their purpose struggle with, okay, so how am I going to do this? Or, or how is this going to happen? Or how am I going to take care of this? Or how am I going to take care of that? And that is where... Having that faith in God and having that faith in the universal moves and the divine laws of the universe and knowing that what you ask for and you believe for, you will receive. It is really simple. There's no other way. If you look at your life, it is combined right now of thoughts you think, you, you, you've been thinking or things you've been asking for or things you've been saying that you don't want. So you simply have to take the leap. You know, for me, I felt like I really just didn't have a choice. Like my life felt very stagnant and I wasn't happy. And I had a lot of material things. I had, like I said, I was making great money. I had a lot of material things. I could do practically anything I wanted, but my soul wasn't happy. I didn't feel fulfilled. I just felt like I was just going through the motions. And I didn't want that feeling anymore, and I didn't like that feeling. And I can't sit and tell anyone that this is an easy process. Like, it's just going to be easy. But if you trust and if you have faith, it makes it easier. If you ask your angels for help, if you ask for guidance, if you listen and you take the time to really get clarity about what it is you should be doing you will find that doors will open for you and you'll have divine appointments and divine meetings and and things will show up. And the next thing you know, you look back and you think, well, what took me so long? So if you really are feeling like you have a bigger purpose and and you're afraid, you've got to take the leap. You've got to jump. You know, if you listen to Steve Harvey or if you're familiar with Steve Harvey, he says it all the time, sometimes you just have to jump. And know that the parachute will open. One of my favorite quotes is, take the first step. You don't have to see the whole staircase. So maybe that means scaling your hours back at work and working in your purpose or working in your purpose on the weekends. You know, whatever it is that you need to do to make your soul happy so that you can live, that's what you need to be doing.
2: Mm, Fran, God, I love it. I love it. I love it. You know... (laughs) I, I love it when you share so vulnerably because uh, that is truly you know uh, such a beautiful place to be is to be able to sh- shed that those layers of the pain that we've all dealt with or carry with us today and, and, and free ourselves like you know we're, we're sometimes a bird in a cage and we're we're just trapped and we don't know how to get out and I, you know I lost my father in December and um, I went th- through quite the you know um, I guess a, a lot of uh, pain started to surface, obviously, when you lose someone you love. He was only 59 years old. But um, a year earlier to that, I lost one of my 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 dearest friends, one of the most beautiful friends I've ever known in my life. And I had regrets mm-hmm. uh, there. And I used to beat myself up after she passed. I beat myself up. And I said, I should have done this. I should have done that. I should have done that. And I decided in that moment that I would not shit all over myself again. And I said, should, okay? Okay. Mm-hmm. And 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 in every relationship that's important to me from that moment on I would begin to live it with those people as as pure and as as invigorated as I could and so before my father passed I had taken a father daughter trip uh, I had taken him and his wife and my mother and her husband to Guatemala on a mission trip and we had this great divine connection I took time and so when dad passed I didn't have regrets. I didn't have those regrets. I just I just was so grateful I took that time to to tell him the things I needed to tell him. So listening and letting go and surrendering is key because if you don't, life's going to come knocking. And sometimes it knocks us up with a wake-up call, right? Like we get that wake-up call. And so speaking about wake-up call, friends, can you share with us, like, like what have been some of your wake-up calls? I mean, I always say one of my... That You know, if you're not humble, you will be humbled in life. And I know I've been humbled greatly and on my knees and just wondering if I could go on. And so I think those are the times when the warrior um, really does come out or it doesn't, it hides. So tell us when you've been in that time and space when you didn't know if you could come out.
3: Oh, gosh. All of my life, Christy. <laughs> All of my life until maybe the last 10 to 15 years. I, I was very afraid of, of judgment. I, I tell people that I'm an old-time spiritualist, and what that means for me is I grew up with a lot of women who were very, very spiritually grounded. Um, I had a very religious father, but I had a, a, a very spiritual mother and grandmother, and on and on and on. So I always grew up knowing about God and who He was, and how powerful He was, and how magnificent He was. But I grew up on two different specters. I grew up with um, watching my mom help women and, and and do spiritual things, and my grandma an herbalist and all this, but them hiding that because mm-hmm. it was not socially acceptable. And then, you know, being very religious and being, you know, told things that were damaging and, and making me afraid of God and, 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 oh, I'm so scared. And so I grew up in 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 a very, very, very spiritually diverse home. And so when I realized the gift that I had and the things that I had to do in the world, it it's, it frightened me because I thought, oh, my God, what are people going to think about me? Or what if people don't believe me? Or what if, what if I do this and, and it hurts my children in some way? People start blackballing my children or, you know, what if, what if, what if, what if? I mean, I just, I was so afraid and I'll never forget the experience I had. I had been helping people. And so this one lady that was my client told another lady at the gym that I was doing yoga with, she goes, I think you need to go see Fran. And she sent me an email and told me she did that. And I was mad at her. I was mad because she had told somebody about my secrets. And I said, well, why would you do that? And she looked at me and said, Fran, are you hiding? And Mm -hmm. I said, well, no, but, you know, and she says, if I had your gift, I would shout it from the mountains. That is a gift from God. You are blessed. You need to, you need to come out of the closet. And at that point, it made me really go inward and start to really seek and ask questions and, and sit before God and, you know, what is it that I'm supposed to be doing? Why have you given me this? What, what's my path? And I remember hearing a message so clear that said, are you going to please everybody? are you going to please me?
2: Wow. And at
3: that point, yeah, and it was, it was like no other message I've ever heard in my life. And at, at that point, I realized that it really didn't matter what anybody thought about me. What mattered was, was that I was doing what I was sent forth to do. I was doing what I was called to do. I was walking on my journey, and that mm-hmm. I could not be concerned with who didn't like me, why they didn't like me, who doesn't approve of me, why they don't approve, but I have a job to do, and I need to do that job, and that job is my purpose on this planet. So yes. do, those, do those insecurities still come up? Absolutely. There are some days I'm still nervous about what I do, but I step out in faith. I step out knowing that I have got to do what I have to do. Everyone here is faced with, you know, um, trials and tribulations about what they do. No matter how wonderful you are and how many people love you, there, there's always going to be somebody who doesn't like you and who doesn't like what you do. But you can't get caught up in that. You just have to do what you're supposed to do and you have to
2: make yourself so happy wow yeah I love that you know I'll tell you we need to go to break Fran but I am like on okay. fire and I know there's this spiritual and everyone's like just want they want to hear more they want to hear more they want to hear so I'm just going to ask all of you listeners go grab some more coffee and be ready to drink up more goodness on Coffee with Christy we'll be back with Fran so you can learn more thank you
0: We don't follow, we lead. Join us. The Voice America Influencers
1: Channel.
0: Are you ready for provocative discussions with some of today's most powerful movers and shakers? Tune in to The Art of Significance, featuring Dan Clark, the modern-day Napoleon Hill, who interviews the wealthiest, most successful celebrities and business leaders on the planet who are using their influence to change the world. From authors to entertainers, sports figures, educators, to military leaders, Dan covers multiple topics. Tune in every Tuesday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Influencers Channel. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired.
1: You are listening to Coffee with Christy. We'd love to hear from you today with your questions and comments. Call in to 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. If you'd rather ask or comment by email, send them to Dryling at att.net. Now, back to Coffee with Christy.
2: Welcome back to Coffee with Christy, and I am Christy. Our guest is Fran Lee. She's a spiritual intuitive, and today we're talking about finding peace in your journey. Fran was just talking to us about that fear that we have when we're, we're embarking on our our dreams and, and when we feel our soul being called, and uh, we're afraid of what everybody's going to think around us, and we're afraid of uh, the perceptions and not being loved. And, and so uh, Fran has an, an amazing gift, and I definitely don't want us to leave the show with Without you feeling her gift today, um, but I also have to say I've got some spray here. I have some spray, <laughs> and it's uh, this this it's infused with love, and she creates these amazing sprays that uh, we have prosperity spray, abundance spray, love spray, and uh, she's she's quite the entrepreneur. And and these are one of our best-selling products. I actually just bought a whole bunch of them for a women's retreat we had this week, and then we sprayed them all over ourselves, and then we walked into it, uh, <laughs> stating our intention. And I just, everyone's calling me and saying, this is amazing. This stuff is great. Oh, my goodness. Where did you get it? So uh, we may be seeing more of this woman on like QVC and the Home Shopping Network. This product is incredible. So, Fran, before we say goodbye today, is there anything that the angels want us to know? Well,
3: you know. The, the message that, I, that I've been getting for this week, and I do, you know, I do what Dan just want you to know today on my YouTube channel every week, but um, this week has been about really being still and getting clear about what it is that you want and focusing on that. It's really time to focus on what it is that you desire, what you truly want to see in your life. They've been talking about the the spoken word and how important it is to speak the things that you desire, to put that into the fertile seed of the universe and to expect it. So it's bigger than just asking, but you have to expect things to show up in your life. And once you begin to expect things to show up in your life, you begin to see things They become evident that things are happening And this week is really, really going to be kind of a different week energetically, but it's a powerful week for change. So if if you're looking for manifestation and you want to create things, you're, you're, you're trying to attract things into your business or in your personal life, love life, whatever it is, this week you should take the time to actually focus on those things because it is going to be a powerful time to create
2: Mm -hmm. and create it is what we do here on coffee with christy so fran uh you know i'll tell you what i love about what you do you don't just do all these radio shows and talk shows but you actually travel all around the world and you do these these angel parties can you tell Mm -hmm. us a little bit more about what an angel party is well an angel party is usually a gathering of people
3: um usually seven to ten Um, people in, if, if it's a private party and they are in the room with me for two hours and we actually answer questions, the angels and I answer questions and we teach on whatever subject they want to teach on. But basically they get to spend that time experiencing spirit because I'm just the bridge. So I'm the bridge between people and spirit. And, and so I'm the liaison is what I say. And so a lot of people have questions and they want to get a group of people together and they do it like that. I also travel and do angel speaks all over the world where there's large groups of people. Um, I do them at unity churches. I do them in um, hotel meeting rooms. You know, people will hire me to come in and do those. And that's a bigger group. And it's really a very powerful experience because it's just pure energy and pure answers from spirit. And it, it's amazing. I'm very humbled by it, and I love doing it.
2: Well, I am so grateful you pursued your passion because you definitely have inspired many people today to live their passion, Miss Fran. How can people get in touch with you? Well,
3: thank you. Um, www.angelswithfran.org. You can just Google Angels with Fran, and that's F R A N, and everything will pop up.
2: Oh, amazing. Fran, thank you so much for your time today. We love you. Thank you.
3: Thank you for having me. I love you too, Christine. I'm so excited about your show and and, and to just see what happens. It's going to be dynamic because you're dynamic.
2: Oh, baby. We're just getting started, aren't we? I love it. Have a great Yes, I love it. (laughs) All right. Bye-bye. Bye, gorgeous. Our next guest speaker is Linda Loveless. She's a multi-million dollar businesswoman in her sexist 60s. She's built a global million dollar, I just said almost a billion dollar business. I think something is forecasted in her future here. And that reaches thousands of men and women. Her passion is helping women find their voice and step into every decade of their life with grace and passion. She will be sharing with us on the show that it's never too late to be great. And how to take the mask off of your life and to begin to live your best life ever. Linda, welcome to the show. Thank you, Christy. So great to be here. Linda, oh, I just I just love you. Don't you? I mean, we're just sitting here having our coffee together. This is how we do business. I love it. I love it. Uh, The other day we were having some coffee and we actually uh, were talking about women in their 60s and beyond and and that society tells them that they should be a certain way or do something a certain way. And I just love how you are taking that stereotype and flipping it on, I, I, I would say, you know, ASS, but we may have children listening. But you, yeah. you know, you won Mrs. Kansas in your 40s, and now you're working on your next book to empower women all over the world to remind them that they can find their voice. Can you tell us a little bit more about yourself, Linda? I know you had really humble beginnings. Uh, and so, you know, I, 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 I know that it hasn't been easy for you. So tell us a little bit about who Linda is.
4: Absolutely, well, I feel like I woke up at age forty um, and before that I just felt invisible. Uh, I grew up in a family of seven children my my dad being a pastor and we lived in a two bedroom one bath um, home a parsonage. My dad was a pastor and um, you know we didn't have much money, but we had uh, we were rich in love. And, but I did feel invisible because I felt like, you know, we were just a number. We just showed up. You know, we were seen and not heard. There were a lot of unspoken rules, you know, in the household that we just knew that were rules that weren't really talked about. Um, so it was a pretty sheltered world. Uh, so getting out into the real world um, was, was quite a, um, a, a big experience, you know, for me to learn really who I was. And I remember uh, my uncle planted a seed uh, in me uh, at the beginning uh, of, you know, when I was young, about, about in junior high, and he said, to, he said to me, Linda, you need to reclaim your crown. And I didn't really understand this um, until my 40s. When I decided to do a, a beauty pageant, of all things, there was a holy discontent Inside of me, Um, I was a design. I turned my hobby of sewing because I wanted something new when I was um, younger because we we had a lot of hand me downs uh, and things like that. And so I wanted something new. So I asked my mom if she would teach me to sew in third grade. And I didn't realize that I had a talent in it because it came very easy for me. I thought everybody knew how to sew. So I eventually turned my hobby of sewing into a business so that I could stay home and raise my three children. I didn't want someone else raising them. And um, I just remember burning the midnight oil night after night um, and was knew that there was more to life. I knew that I was meant to do more. And I just um, didn't know how to get there. And a woman inspired me uh, in her 50s to do a beauty pageant, of all things. She lost a significant amount of weight to do this pageant. And I thought, well, you know, if not now, then when? And the interesting thing was, I remember the first year um, that my husband and I were married, I was sitting on on the floor watching actually uh, cutting out a pattern, watching the first annual Mrs. America pageant on T V and said to myself, I'm gonna do that someday. And it was um, it was exactly twenty years later I was on stage doing the pageant, completely forgot uh, until I was walking on stage that I said that that I was gonna do that. So be careful what you, you know, say you're gonna do or put out there because it, it does come to pass. Um so anyway, that, that was kind of my my beginnings uh, heading into the, the pageant and the personal growth in the pageant. I realized wasn't really um, the crown in the pageant. Um, I realized that how dare I let a judge tell me whether I'm good enough to do the things that I should be doing. But that was my... A debut out of the basement, so to speak. That was my way of discovering who I was. It wasn't an easy road, but it was a rewarding road of, of realizing my, my worth. And I started coaching girls in the pageant world so that it, you know, more about stepping into themselves and starting to see themselves through other people's eyes and finding their voice through that. So that, that was the beginning.
2: Mm, and don't you think now, Linda, more now than ever that women and men around the world need to learn how to find their voice? It's it's now that we have social media, uh, people's voices are are just becoming an echo and, and lost in this, right. this stream of noise, really, truly. Uh, and, and I also find, Linda, that young girls especially are just... Living in in this world that is not real, they're struggling. They're trying to find themselves. They're trying to find their voice. So it's even more powerful now than ever for for women mentors to come forward and to and especially wise women. As we age, we don't get older; we get wiser, and and that's what we need to stay focused on. That you know, I Linda and I were having coffee the other day. And we were talking about. Dr. Wayne Dyer did some of his greatest work in his 70s. uh, Maya Angelou was in in her 90s doing incredible work still. You know, Louise Hay is still doing brilliant, brilliant work. And we could go on and on and on. And so I love, Linda, that here you are in your sexy 60s. And we're not talking about, you know, sexy from the modern term of sexy. Sexy, the new sexy, is is chasing your dreams, doing what you love, being kind. Mind, being bold, being brave, being smart, and and that's what you represent. And I am just loving watching this journey you're on. So I remember though a time in your life when you were you you just started working as an entrepreneur, and uh, you're you know you you had been a seamstress for a long time, and then you started you know taking that road to entrepreneurship, and you shared with me a story. About uh, your baby's diapers freezing, can you share a little bit about that humbling moment for you and what created the spark and the drive for you to pursue your passion? Uh, well, that takes me back. <laughs>
4: My daughter, uh, who is now thirty-seven, uh, was uh, um, <clears throat> excuse me, just born. She was uh, actually one-year-old when we were in seminary in um, Iowa. And uh, we lived in a trailer uh, while my husband was in school, and it was we'd get so cold in the winters in Iowa that the pipes would freeze every night. And I remember waking up to icicles on the inside of the door, and the electricity would wouldn't work. And so anything that might have been in the, the washer ready to go into the dryer that I put in the hamper was solid ice, and her diapers, you know, turned into ice. And I just thought. You know, I, this is not my life. This is not the way I want, you know, to, to live. And so making a decision, deciding that that was not going to be my life. And, um, and I was, you know, always been a dreamer knowing that there's so much more, but knowing how to get from where you are to where you want to be is really showing up. How are you showing up? In your life, and showing up in the pageant was was scary. It was it was really on faith, you know. You know our our self talk about you know who do you think you are doing something like this, and you do it anyway because you know the greater good of the bigger picture of what needs to happen in your life. And so many people let the fear stop them, and um, you know. It, That's what I love so much, you know, being an entrepreneur and having a bigger audience of women especially and helping them find their voice um, at every season of their life and embracing every decade. You know, when I was going through my 40s, I called it the flirtatious 40s because
1: -hmm. you
4: were kind of flirting with different ideas at, at 40 and really discovering who we are because I truly believe life begins at 40, and then, but they're, you know, they, they, because of social media and everything that's available at our fingertips, I think that, that um, young girls are, um, are wiser, they're, they're getting it sooner. We didn't have those things at our fingertips um, back then, but then embracing my fabulous 50s and I look back, and my goodness, they went so fast, you know. And so now I'm into my sexy sixties, and I'm, and I, I put words to it um, of of embracing what that decade, um, what you want that decade to look like for you, and then going into your sassy seventies, you know, and mm-hmm. owning that, and then into your elegant eighties, and then into your naughty nineties. So you get <laughs> to decide what every decade. Um, looks like for you, don't let the, the world determine, don't let someone else determine that for you, you get to decide that, you get to choose every single day what you do with that day because today matters and I think sometimes we put it way out into the future that someday I'll do that, well someday may never come and you know my dad passed away about 12 years ago and I remember standing by his bedside and that powerful um, thought about the difference that he made in so many people's lives being a pastor over the years. What legacy am I leaving? And I realized at that moment, today matters. And I went home, you know, and, and decided that I was going to make it matter and leave a legacy for not only my children, but whoever I was influencing along the way by my example. And we have no idea who we're influencing. You know, more is caught than taught. And so people are catching what you're doing. And so how are you showing up every day in your life? You know, and that is your voice. You know, making those decisions and not shrinking back, you know, and and, and feeling like you're not worthy or don't have a purpose you know, God put a put a purpose and a plan in every single person and a dream that we forget because of how the hardship of life happens to everybody, but it's how we embrace it. And I realized, you know, very quickly that it's not what happens to you, it, it's what happens for you. Mm-hmm. And if you make that shift, everything that happens, it's happening for the growth of the next the next thing. And so if you can, you know, it's just like our children really not being born to you. They're being born through you. And so they're just passing through to an incredible place in their life as well. And we just, we just have the blessing of being able to be a part of that for a short period of time. It's not ownership. It's just an incredible passing through.
2: Linda, we are going to pass through a commercial break and we will be right back with Linda Loveless.
0: Hear the stories. Be motivated. Be inspired. Join us today. Voice America Influencers. Want to know what's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network host?
1: The Greg Reed Show takes you behind the scenes with some of the most successful entrepreneurs and influencers the world has to offer. Greg S. Reed is known as a master storyteller and a highly sought after motivational keynote speaker. You'll learn that successes have their downsides and challenges as well. Find out how Greg and his guests have overcome these challenges to become some of the top influencers today. Listen to The Greg Reed Show, Mondays at 12 noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Influencers.
0: Hear the stories Be motivated Be inspired Join us today Voice America
1: Influencers You are listening to Coffee with Christy We'd love to hear from you today with your questions and comments Call in to 1-866-472-5795 That's 1-866-472-5795 if you'd rather ask or comment by email, send them to Christy Dryling at att.net. Now, back to coffee with Christy.
2: Well, 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 that felt like a triple shot of espresso from Linda Loveless. Um, incredible. You know, she I, I've heard her say many times you've got to show up to go up. And uh, and that's to grow up too, right? You, you just got to show up in yeah. your life and, and you've got to do something. Just do something, right? Stop feeling sorry for yourself. Stop, you know, um, f- feeling like the world is happening to you. Like Linda said, the world is not happening to us. It is happening for us. And, and if you can just look through your life like that, every obstacle, every pain, every struggle, Uh, Every success, it's happening for the greater good for your soul to evolve in this beautiful conscious plane that we're all sharing. So Linda, one of my um, favorite questions to ask people is, uh, you know, if you could share any words of wisdom, okay, that these listeners can take with them in in their day to day, what would you share?
4: Well, Christy, you mentioned Wayne Dyer, and he had a quote um, that that pretty much says it all. Aging is simply a learned way of being. Don't allow an old person to move into your body. So again, we have we can con- control um, what's going on within ourselves. So first first thing is listening to what you're saying to yourself all day long. You know, your self talk. And a lot of times, that's not even your voice; it's somebody else's voice. So recognizing that, and then, then deciding what you want that voice to tell you. So it's it's turning that into a positive affirmation. If it if it's a negative voice that's speaking all day long, because we we've, we've got to make that decision and and then con, you know exchange it for something else. Um, and so you know. Um, you know, putting a, a vision board in front of you. We talk a lot about, you know, um, what are you envisioning for the future and what are you focusing on daily and what are you listening to on a regular basis? I love, Christy, that you're doing this radio show for the positive, you know, um, um, you know, putting the positive into the subconscious so that we can continue to grow as women and men um, for the greater good of the world. And so what, vis- what is your vision, you know, and what are you focusing on daily, you know? And, and do you have dream stealers in your life? Are you a dream stealer for yourself? And looking at that, are you, you know, telling yourself that, that you know, I can't go after those dreams for whatever reason, money, time, whatever those things might be, you know? And um, so you have a unique message within you. And that message needs to be heard. And so helping whatever you need to do on a daily basis to find that voice to be the message for others. And not there's no competition. You know, we're not here to compete with each other. We're here to complete each other. And if we can embrace that, oh my gosh, we can change the world together. You know, so when you, when you, um, I, I think as women, we don't compliment each other enough. I think we think about it, but we don't actually use the words and say it. And so, you know, using your words and start expressing the way you feel. And, you know, it, it's a reflection back on you when you do that. And so it it, it works both ways. Mm. And I, I, I just have to share, um, I watched the movie Embrace. And if you haven't watched that movie I would highly recommend it. And it's really about um, when you look in the mirror, what do you see? And women are so hard on themselves. And uh, I just want to, I don't know how much time we have here, but a, a couple of the lyrics is, when I look in the mirror, those voices inside my head, where do they come from? And why do I believe the things they said? They always tell me that I'm not good enough, so I'm not listening anymore unless the voice is love cause i am the best that i can ever be when i say i love every single part of me how long have i been trying to be like someone else when the only thing i have to change is the way i see myself when a magazine's open perfection is all we see but who decided that's that's what beauty really means we're always striving to be something that's not even real so i'm not looking there anymore that's not how i want to feel because I'm the best that I can ever be, when I say I love every single part of me, how long have I been trying to be like someone else when the only thing I have to change is the way I see myself? Look in your subconscious and the answer is inside us. With a little more awareness, I believe that we can change things. When you look into your sisters, brothers, parents, children too, sometimes projecting the judgments we put ourselves through, we got to remember kindness is a magical spell. Our love can reach the rest of the world if we truly love ourselves. Because you do the best thing you can ever do when you say, I love every single part of you. How long have I been judging everybody else when the only thing I have to do is learn, learn to love ourselves?
2: Wow, Linda, Linda, Linda. I think some people had to pull over just to listen to that that was that was that right there was was gold you know linda i what i love so much about you is your grace and you are one of the most graceful leaders i believe of the 21st century and ah. you do these sexy 60 seminars across the world that literally blow people's minds and women transforming before your eyes and i know that this is a passion of yours to help women to just really embody that gift that they are that light that they are and to be brave and bold and vivacious and just to step into whatever decade they're in and love it. How many times have we heard women say, oh my gosh, my 30s, I just hit my 30s or I just hit my 40s or, you know, and, and they, they're dreading it. I never want to go back to my 20s, 30s. <laughs> I'm thinking, I don't know what you call 40s, but this is fabulously freaking 40. I love it. I don't care what people think anymore. I am like looking at the flowers and seeing the colors. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. But it came with growth. And it came with planting yourself around women such as the Linda Lovelaces of the world and the Fran Lees of the world and other powerful women that are bold, brave, and conscious and not judgmental and not, you know, perceiving incorrectly, but perceiving from love and unconditional love. And that is what you embody. And so I want to thank you for leading the pack, for leading the way, for all the future generations that have come. You know, they're coming after you, Linda. You are a grace, you know, sent from God. I do believe that. And you are changing the world. So how can people get in touch with you to learn more about being sexy in their 60s? And what is it, sassy in 70s and elegant in 80s and naughty in 90s? Now my husband might want me to be a little naughty in the 40s. So I, I don't know if he can wait until the 90s. So we might have to work on that one
4: <laughs> uh, that's great um, well you can find me either on Facebook um, and you know just just tell me um, what inspired you about listening to this today because I'm, I'm I will be setting up a Facebook page that I'll direct people to uh on that very thing of finding your finding your voice at each decade that you're in. And then um, you can also email me Linda at lindalovest dot com as well.
2: Yeah, that's awesome. I, You know, finally, she's, she, you know, you've kind of been a top secret for a while. Like, not a lot of people have known about all these adventures you've been on. And now, you know, I, I believe spirit just told you it's time, right? It's time. It's time yeah. to just uh, time. spread the love, the legacy of love. <laughs> the, oh, isn't that cool? I mean, your last name's Loveless. The legacy of love. I love it. Okay. Anyway, I'm kind of <laughs> cheesy. But anyway, that is a wrap. Today, Linda, I'll tell you, you were uh, a divine blessing for so many. I know so many gains a lot from what you shared today and connected with your story, your humble beginnings, and uh, how far you've come. So I want to thank you for being on the show. And I want to share with everybody just a little story as we're talking about uh, finding your purpose. Uh, when I travel through uh, different airports... I, I always see so many people are unhappy. I don't know if you've ever recognized that. Just people have frowns on their face. And, uh, you know, I always decide that I'm going to wear a shirt that's happy. I'm going to actually smile at as many people as I can just to, to and, and to say, hello, how are you? I hope you have an amazing day. If everyone just walked through the airports a little bit more conscious, how much better would we, we, we enjoy our traveling this one day? I was flying from Florida uh, to Kansas City, and I remember saying, God, just put somebody before me that I can touch and change their life or that they can change mine. And I was on a Southwest flight. Gotta love Southwest. You know I love Southwest because they've got a heart on the airplane. I'll tell you, you cannot go wrong when when there's a heart on an airplane. But I was sitting in the seat, and this man walks uh, on the plane, and he is beaming, just joyful and happy. And I remember thinking to myself, I hope he sits next to me. So this man finds his way, believe it or not, sits right next to me. And it was a middle seat. And as we, as the plane takes off, we have this conversation and I am just anxious to get to know him. I want to know about him. I want to know why he's so happy, why there's this, this beautiful stream of light that just is oozing from his soul. And he, he, he shares with me a lot of his life. He shares, he had been a big philanthropist and a great businessman. But then he says, I said to him, as we begin to land, I say, so if you could share any words of wisdom with me, what would you share with me? And he sits there really quietly for a minute. And he says, you know, Christy, I believe that when I die and I go to heaven, there's going to be three big flat screen TVs. The one on the left, it's going to be a reel of all the things I've done wrong. And sad enough, I'll be standing there for a long time because I've made a lot of mistakes. The reel on the right, it's going to be a reel of all the opportunities, you know, all all, all the good things I did and I I hadn't done as many as I did wrong, unfortunately, Christy. But the one in the in the middle, it's actually going to be the longest reel ever. And it's going to be a reel of all the opportunities I could have taken, but I never took. I sat there and I played the reel of my life before me. I was afraid to write that book because grammatically, I got an email one time and And uh, it was from a a leader in my organization, and I didn't know who it was. She didn't mean to send it to me, but she said, grammatically speaking, I can't believe this woman makes this much freaking money. And I remember just literally feeling, oh, my goodness, I could never write a book. I could never make a difference. I could never touch somebody. And that's a dream of mine. And so I was replaying the grammatical inconsistencies. And I was, you know, many of you don't know, I I grew up on welfare, lived off of food stamps, father's drug addictive and abusive, lived in a car behind a pizza hut. So for me, I had a lot of insecurities with my ability to lead people. And after I got that email, I decided I was going to do it. I was going to do it. I was never going to look back. And on that airplane that day, I, I just kept replaying all this stuff I wanted to do. And I was afraid to do it. I was afraid of failure. And I made a decision that no longer was I going to let my fear hold me back. So I went home. And that next week, I wrote my second book. And I've had letters from all around the world of people saying, this, this book changed my life. My third book, LOL, is, um, I believe, a life-changing book for people as well. And I was insecure in writing that too, but I did it. I found my voice, just like Linda shared today that you can find your voice. And Fran shared, find your passion, find your purpose. I just want to thank all of you today for listening. I hope that you enjoyed our coffee together today. And if you found this show inspiring, please make sure to share it with the people you love. And as always, 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 make sure to be a great human and do great shit. Love you all. Until next time, this was Coffee with Christy.
1: Thank you for joining Christy Dryling for this week's Coffee with Christy. We hope you'll tune in again next Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Same time next week.